Tiny audience, big impact. This week on part three of the Launch Leverage series, I am spilling all the details of how to scale your impact without having 10,000 followers. Stay tuned. I'm Jess. After launching dozens of courses and generating multiple six figures in revenue online, I have learned the right and wrong way to launch an online course. And in the last two years, I have helped my friends and clients generate more revenue with less stress using my aligned launch formula. On this podcast, I'm sharing with you my simple strategies and systems so you can make more money online and make a bigger impact on the world. Keep listening for the Launch Fix Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Launch Fix Podcast. Today, I am digging into part three of our Launch Leverage series. And today, we're going to talk all about how to leverage your audience, even if it's a little bit tiny. But before we dig into today's episode, it's time to shout out the listener of the week. This week's listener of the week is Blake.Dubay on Instagram. Thank you so much for leaving your handle in your review so I can shout you out properly. We'll also tag you in today's post. And your review was so nice. She said, amazing. Jess brings all the good vibes in her podcast. I am loving it and soaking it all in. Absolutely amazing. Her views definitely hit home, make sense, and make you feel like your dreams are coming for you through her enthusiasm. Thank you, Jess, for the amazing podcast. Major fan here. Thank you so much, Blake. I appreciate you so much. And that is such a nice review. It was amazing, like you said it was. So thank you again for listening. Please, if you are listening today, send me a DM on Instagram and I will send you a token of our appreciation. By the way, if you want to be featured as a listener of the week, make sure to go to thelaunchfixpodcast.com and click on reviews and leave us a five-star rating and review and make sure to leave in your Instagram handle like Blake did so we can definitely get in contact with you to send you a super fun prize. All right, let's dig into today's episode. One of the biggest misconceptions that people have about scaling their business is that they need a bigger audience in order to make a bigger impact. And honestly, I don't even think that's close to true. In fact, I think that a smaller audience is often better to make a bigger impact on the people that you are helping. In fact, I have found the more intimate your audience is, the more aligned and engaged they tend to be. And this was the case when I first started growing my business as well. When I hit my first six figures, I had an audience that was smaller than a thousand Instagram followers and less than a thousand people on my email list. But those people on my list were the right people. So let me ask you this, what is more effective, going into a small, intimate room of your perfect people and offering them something, or going into a busy train station of a lot of people and trying to make the same offer? I would take a small, aligned audience anytime. More people does not necessarily mean a better audience. So how do you make the most of the audience that you've got? And that's what we're going to talk about today. The first piece of this is really qualifying your audience. 
And the most important way to do this is by speaking directly to them. This is something that I think so many people struggle to do because they don't want to push people away. But this comes back to that true magnetism thing and being willing to be polarizing in order to attract the right people. When you're willing to be polarizing and you're willing to say the things that might push people away, that's when you start attracting the exact right people for your offer. Here's a great example of this. When I was first scaling my business and really growing my sales within my small audience, I was using really vanilla sales copy. I remember specifically running ads with the headline, do you want to make more sales in your business? Ouch. That is vague city in vaguestate.com. It is awful and it's so vague that it could speak to anybody because of course you want to make more sales in your business, but it didn't say anything specific enough to let somebody know that I could help them. And what it did also was it attracted people who were not the right person for my offer. And I ended up having people who were just not aligned clients going through my programs. And that was when I realized that I needed to be more specific. And by being more specific, sure, did I push away potential people from clicking on my ad or from resonating with my copy? Heck yes, because it didn't make any sense to them what I was saying. But that specificity was why I was able to attract the perfect person for my offer. And so I went from saying, make more sales in your business to saying, learn how to hit success club. And if you don't know what success club is, then you completely would scroll past that, which is good because that means you're not my ideal client. By using that language and speaking directly to them, I was able to attract the perfect person for my offer because they actually heard me. Instead of shouting into a void, thinking that by being generic, I was going to help more people, I narrowed down and was more specific. So I was speaking exactly to the person who I was trying to speak to instead of speaking around them, hoping to cast a wider net. That just does not work in marketing. And so the second part of really qualifying your audience is doing something that I get a lot of pushback for saying, but you know, polarizing and all that jazz, you should not be launching to your entire list. And you might be saying, but Jess, they opted into something at one point in time. How do I not know that those people are perfect people for this? Or how do I know that they're not perfect people for this launch? What if they want to buy and I don't offer it to them? You have to segment your list because by keeping so many people in, you are doing that whole vanilla thing again. You feel like you have to speak to every possible person at every possible place on your list with the offer that you are offering them. But instead, if you segment your list and you're talking specifically to people who you know have a specific problem, then you can get even more specific. And yes, I know it is a little bit painful to launch to a small list, but when you launch to less people, you'll get higher open rates and you'll get higher conversion rates because more people will feel aligned with your messaging and they will click on it. They will resonate with it because you have the opportunity to speak directly to them. Again, with the example of shouting in a train station, if you were just like, hey, people with brown hair, how many of those people would really come to you and say, hey, I've, I've got brown hair. I think I'm your perfect person. 
Or if you said, hey, if your name is Susan and you have brown hair, come here. Then only the people who are both named Susan and have brown hair. Sure, you're going to be talking to a much smaller group of people. Also, I'm a little bit creeped out that you would be specifically attracting people named Susan with brown hair. That sounds like a murder thing, but you do you. But you would be talking to a way more specific audience who you know is the ideal client for your offer. And by being specific, you can talk to the very specific problem that brown-haired Susans have so that you can talk to them and they can say, oh my God, she is talking directly to me. For one, she used my name. It's a little weird. But when they feel called out and when they feel like you are talking directly to them, then they pay attention. Nobody pays attention if they think you might be talking to them. But when they feel like, oh my God, she's in my head, that's when they start to pay attention. And that's what segmenting your list empowers you to do. And the third piece of this is making sure that people actually opt in to your launch. By moving people through a sequence of qualifiers, you can have people on your list who are actually aligned clients for what you are offering. And so looking at your greater list, how can you qualify them and solve a micro problem that you know is a problem that they have if they have your bigger problem. For example, somebody is only buying enchilada sauce if they want to make enchiladas. So if your greater transformation is making enchiladas, you would not create a freebie that's like, hey, do you like chicken? And it's like, sure, chicken might be an ingredient of your enchiladas, but I feel like enchilada sauce is a way more specific thing to talk about if you want to attract people who want to make enchiladas. Because you know that if they're buying enchilada sauce, there's a really, really, really good chance that they are making enchiladas. And you know that they are the aligned client for your offer because they have the problem that you solve. So... That is how you start to qualify your audience as aligned buyers for your launch. The next thing I really want to talk about is really the bigger issue here at play. And it's the reason why you haven't created a leveraged offer to begin with, or it probably is if you're like some of my clients who've gone through this same issue. I need you to get over your tiny audience issues. I know that you feel like you don't have a big enough following to say what you want to say, and you're equating your following to your level of authority, but the number of people who follow you does not equal your authority in a specific subject. In fact, that can often be the exact opposite of the case. Look at my friend Brandon Lucero. He just now hit 10,000 followers on Instagram, but he has a multiple million dollar business. His following does not equal his influence. And it's really important to realize that there are people totally killing the game with less followers than you think that they should be or should have. So stop making it mean something that you have a small audience. What, what are you making it mean that it's not bigger, that you don't know enough, that there's not enough people, that you're not an authority yet? What is the meaning that you're assigning to the size of your audience? And ask yourself if that really is something that's keeping you from getting results in your business. And if the meaning that you are making about it is the problem, make a different meaning. Instead of saying you have a small audience, say you have an intimate audience. Really shift the way that you think about how you are showing up for them because how you feel about your audience is how you're going to show up for them. 
The next question I have for you is how would you show up if you were speaking to 10,000 people? A lot of times people who with smaller audiences don't show up as their full authentic self because they feel like their audience isn't big enough to show up as that person. But how are you going to grow an audience of 10,000 people if you're showing up like you're talking to a room of 10? Get some confidence and show up like you are speaking to a stage of 10,000 people watching you who are actively engaged in your content and want to hear every single thing that you have to say. When you show up imagining that level of influence that you have, that's when you start to attract the people to make that audience a reality. Nobody is following somebody who talks to their audience like there's only 10 of them, right? We're attracted to people who own their authority, who speak their mind, who are polarizing, and who treat us like they are an authority, who like they are somebody we should listen to. And if you're not showing up because of the number, ask yourself, what would you show up like if it were 10,000? If you want to push yourself a little bit further, How about 100,000? If you had 100,000 people following you on Instagram, how would you show up? And show up like that every single day, and that is how you will attract those people to make that number a reality. And the third thing that I want to talk about is really this indicator of success. Like I mentioned with my friend Brandon, size doesn't matter like you think it matters. You do not have to have a large following to make a big impact. So stop judging people's accounts by the number of followers that they have, and people will stop judging you by the number of followers that you have. Do the things that you can to engage with the audience that you have and show up like you have the audience that you want, and that's how you will attract them. So how do you do that? How do you show up and how do you create the intimate experience with the audience that you already have? And the answer is very simple. Be service forward. One of my core values in business and in life is service, is giving value, is helping people, is enriching their life with my very presence. You're welcome. You are listening to the podcast because of that very reason. Or when you are service forward, it serves your business. So many people are afraid to give value because they're afraid of that they won't get it back. But I believe in the law of receptivity, that when you give value, you receive that value back. And that energetic exchange is absolutely key to growing your audience and serving the audience that you already have. And so even when you have 100,000 followers, being a go-giver and really showing up and serving and being of service to your audience is how you continue to grow and how you convert them from ice cold follower to paying client. I also want to talk about this nebulous idea of value. I could honestly have an entire podcast all about value because it's such a misunderstood term in this industry. And we tend to think that giving value means giving information. The more information you give, the more valuable it is. And I think that the opposite tends to be true. We live in a very information-rich age. We live with Google and infographics and Pinterest and blogs and podcasts, and you can truly become infoed out. There is only so much info you can shove in your brain 
until you are out of space. And by being information forward, you're not always being service forward or value forward. And so start to shift your perspective of what is actually valuable. You don't have to give all of your information and steps in order to give value. And in fact, that's probably the least valuable thing you could give to your audience. You can give them authenticity. You can give them connection. You can help them shift their beliefs and see a different perspective. That is so much more valuable than just giving them more information. There's a great analogy that I love about this where information is the gas pedal things and the beliefs that are keeping you from taking action on that information are the brake pedal things. You can keep stepping on the gas all you want, but until you take your foot off the brake, you're not going to move forward. So until you release the things that are keeping you from taking action on that information, you can take in all the information that you want and it's not going to actually get you anywhere. The last thing is when you're trying to be service forward, ask yourself, how can you be of service to your audience every day? What does my audience need to hear today? What could I say that could change the way that somebody thinks? How can I be of service? And when you start to approach your account and your audience and your interactions and your launching and your marketing and all of it from this perspective, how can I be of service? How can I help someone today? That's when you start to grow. That's when you start to show up in that 100K audience mindset of truly giving of service. So the bottom line is your audience is already big enough to offer to. The only thing keeping you from making money from your small audience is you offering something. I see so many people who think their audience isn't big enough to make an offer, and really it is, and they're probably ready and waiting for you to do it. They love following you. They love learning from you. They're waiting for you to show up in your power, be the authority that they see you as, and make an offer, solve a problem, help them out, and that is how you will scale. By showing up and serving, that will enable you to grow your audience while leveraging the one that you have. So I wanted to thank you for following along with this launch leverage series. Make sure to tune in next week because I am sharing all about how I was able to get out of the cycle of hustle in my business and scale to multiple six figures in just two years by following this method of really creating more leverage in my business. So as always, thank you so much for listening and I will see you in my next episode.